Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Talk Spicy. I'm Coach Gene Clemens. Thank you for joining me wherever you are joining me. Rate the show, comment, agree, disagree, but whatever you do, keep it spicy. Five-star ratings are appreciated for joining me on the YouTube channel. Like, subscribe, over 2,300, looking to get to 3,000 before we hit February. So I need all of you to that listen but aren't actually subscribed. And I know you do because my analytics say that there's like, you know, 85 to 90% of the people who watch my content are people who are not subscribed, which means go ahead and come on and subscribe because, you know, clearly you want to listen to what your boy got to say. Um, make sure that you check out the Gene Therapy podcast that will be out this weekend, the the, um, the column, which will be out later on today on, um, on CWN Sports, excuse me, um, CWN Sports. Um, we appreciate that everybody that supports that and goes to that platform to, to check that out. Make sure that you also check out the Zebra Stripes podcast with myself and Coach Witt that's up right now on Spotify. Make sure that you like and subscribe to that. We really do appreciate it. Also got some really good content up right now on the YouTube channel, um, a video breaking down a few plays from North Dakota State and their play action um post-wheel concept that they use with Hunter Lepke um, versus James Madison. Um, Later on this afternoon, you'll also see a video that I have of Montana State that's up with their quarterback gun runs. Make sure that you check that out as well as we get ready for the FCS national title game. That is where my focus is at um, for this weekend, not the FBS national title game. I'll worry about that when we get to Monday. However, it's really interesting to me. I wasn't going to say anything about the Antonio Brown situation because quite honestly, I, I I don't care enough. Like you people care way more than I believe you should. Um, that man made a decision. Um, he did it in a way that I would not do, but that doesn't mean that his decision was necessarily wrong. And I, I held out I held out speaking on it because, or speaking directly on it because I said, we just don't know enough information. Like what caused this man to peel all of his stuff off on the field, throw it down and walk off. Like there had to be something. There was something that we were not being told. Then, after the game, obviously, well, before the game was even over, all of the people who don't like Antonio Brown, they immediately attack. See, the thing about social media is it's like it's like um, sharks in the water or buzzards or vultures, scavengers. As soon as they see weakness, as soon as they see blood, as soon as they see carnage, they immediately attack. They want to pick the flesh. That's that's what that's what happens on these social media because it allows everybody that doesn't have to face anybody in person to say and do whatever it is that they want. And the internet is undefeated. All of the memes, oh man, they were great. All of the pictures. I saw one picture that, that made Antonio Brown look like he was holding up a vaccine card. That, I mean, come on. Y'all were doing the most. And I was here for it. Like, you know what? When you do something ridiculous like that, you deserve all of the backlash that comes with doing something ridiculous like that. But the actual reason, we weren't told the actual reason. 
And then we started listening as as Bruce Arians came out and said, hey, you know, um, you know, he didn't want to go back in the game. And I said, man, that seems so strange for a guy who, for everything that we know about Antonio Brown, we know that he loves playing football. So if we don't know anything else about Antonio Brown, if we're not if we're not sure of anything else about Antonio Brown, the one thing that we know about Antonio Brown is Antonio Brown loves playing football. So if he loves playing football, then why would he not play football? There had to be a reason, but we weren't being told the reason. And not only were we not being told the reason, nobody was seeking out the real reason. Nobody cared why? Because we don't care about the messenger. We care about the message. I'm sorry, we don't care about the message. We care about the messenger. The messenger and who the messenger attacks or points out is what matters in most cases. It's not the actual message. Case in point, the steroid issue in baseball. Everybody just believed Jose Canseco. They just believed him. Even though Jose Canseco had no real believability, this was a man that was trying to be, um, that was still trying to be relevant in a sport that had passed him by. He was still trying to be relevant. And I'm trying to figure out exactly why people just 100% bought his story. Like nobody questioned it. That's okay. I mean, that's all right. And and out of that, we started to see things. Victor Conti, a guy who um, was looking at a ton of jail time, and and the people who came out about the steroids, they just 100% believed them. No issues, right? And then on Sunday. People just took, you know, Bruce Arians at his word. Nobody questioned it. Why? Because people don't like Antonio Brown. Like they don't like Bruce Arians, but they really don't like Antonio Brown. Like if you're if you're thinking about who they dislike more, they dislike Antonio Brown more than they dislike Bruce Arians. And because Bruce Arians isn't going anywhere, you've got to deal with him it's easier to say, okay, we're definitely going to take shots or, or, or go with this word. But then it just, it just didn't make sense. Well, he didn't want to, he didn't want to be a part. He didn't want to go back in the game. So Bruce Arians told us that he didn't want to go back in the game. And that's why he told him to get out or to leave. All right. Then it became, well, well, he was he was he he was questioning his reps. Like, oh well, wh- where are my targets at? I need the ball more, and he got upset about that. Now, if he would have said that from the beginning, I would have almost been like, okay, that seems like something that Antonio Brown might say, because that's something that Antonio Brown has done before. Not in Tampa, by the way. And that's just so weird. He never did that in Tampa. There was never a time in Tampa 
where you heard Antonio Brown complaining about his about his touches. Why? Because Tom Brady is going to find Antonio Brown if Antonio Brown is on the court, excuse me, on the field. So to think that Antonio Brown was complaining about touches and targets when the guy he the guy who's his quarterback lobbied for him to be there, loves the man to death, and wants to get him the ball because is with the ball still doesn't make much sense. And then we started hearing Antonio Brown side. Okay, there's an issue. There's an injury issue. The injury issue was such that he didn't even know if he was going to be able to play, but he was going to try to give it a go because. Okay. Then we see maybe the coach said, hey, man, forget your injury. Suck it up get out there which we know in a in a game like football especially at the professional level you could be costing yourself more money on the back end to fight through injuries on the front end because the coaches and the administration the front offices of these professional teams they love when you suck it up and go hard for them when you're injured you know when they don't appreciate it when it's time to re-up you on the contract, they just go, man, you know, you've been hurt a lot. Sorry, but you're not worth that money. We can't pay you. They don't go, we appreciate what you did for us when you played hurt and risked your career for us. So here's your money now. That's not how the the NFL works. It is legitimately the only model. It is legitimately the only model that is set up to benefit the 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 front office more than it is to benefit the player. So when we think about how everything goes, when we think about how everything goes and we know that what you're doing on the front end is trying to get a guy to play through injury when he's already had injuries in his career and he's already suffered through it and he knows the game and he says, nah, I'm not doing that. But now we've got a problem. So like, if you think about the timeline of this, you say, okay, if AB is saying that this is going on, that this is happening, and you're just going, oh, AB's lying. Are you saying AB's lying because you don't want to believe him because you don't like the messenger? Or do you really and truly believe that the message is not real? Because I'm telling you, as someone who is coached and has played this game for an extremely long time, that is 100% probable that he was hurt, he tried to play through it, it wasn't going well, he said, okay, I'm not going to play through it anymore. And they said, no, no, no. Get your butt back out there. We need to win this game. Lo and behold, they won it without him. Two things can be true, right? I talk about this all the time. You can say that that behavior that he exhibited on the sideline was unprofessional. Nobody should ever do that. That was wrong. 
I don't condone that at all. You can say that and simultaneously say there is something fishy in the way in which this thing went down. There's culpability on both sides and that's why I didn't want to touch it back when everybody was taking shots because I did not know the answer. And I still don't know the answer, but I know for sure there's something that we, we're not we're not getting the full story. And like I said before, we probably will never get the full story. But it's worth saying that we don't just have to necessarily condemn Antonio Brown as if he quit on his team. Because that's a narrative that's being shaped. Oh, well, he quit on his team. I don't believe he quit on his team. And I don't care if you guys don't agree with me or not. I don't believe he necessarily quit on his team. I believe the action that he took, the way in which he handled it, was an awful, terrible way to do it, and it's probably going to cost him his career. But I don't believe he quit on his team. I believe, I believe that something happened that made that man say no mas. I'm not going to blame it on mental health. I'm not going to, none of that. Because I think we do that too much. It's too many times we want to just all of a sudden point to somebody being mentally unhealthy. When in fact, that might have been the most mentally freeing thing that he did. We don't know. We have to start being more consistent. Our consistency is terrible. If we're going to believe messages, we should believe messages, not messengers. And we shouldn't arbitrarily decide which messenger we're going to listen to and which messenger we're not. We should listen to the messages, collect the data, and then decide what's true and what's not true based off of that. It doesn't matter if Jose Canseco told us that it was steroids in baseball or whether it was Manny Machado that told us it was steroids in baseball or whether it was Jose Jose um Jose Ramirez it doesn't matter if the story is there's steroids in baseball then we need to investigate look at the data look at the information and decide if it's true I feel that way about everything miss me with the messenger tell me the message and then I'll make a decision for myself Ladies and gentlemen, that's Talk Spicy. I'm Coach Gene Clemens. We do this thing a few times a week. Rate the show, comment, agree, disagree. But whatever you do, keep it spicy. Five-star ratings are appreciated. If you're joining me on the YouTube channel, you know what to do. Until Monday, peace.